Hello and welcome to another episode of VA Nutrition Coaching, the podcast with me, your host, Verona, your qualified nutrition coach, personal trainer and cognitive behavior therapist. This podcast is for you if you are that mum, wife or sister friend and now you're ready to finally lose those 5, 10 or even 15 pounds and keep them off and you want me in your corner as your coach to help you get there. We will rebuild your confidence, we'll tackle those toxic thoughts that hold you back and we'll put together your unique nutrition plan that doesn't have you on dangerously low calories, working out seven days a week of intense cardio or have you feeling like you need to completely cut out all carbs and me as your coach that's what I'm going to teach you to do. Now sit back and enjoy today's episode. Today's episode, we're going to talk about cheat days and we're going to talk about how cheat days are actually stopping you from getting the results that you want. Now, it's all well and good having a cheat meal, but what happens is it actually turns into a cheat day as opposed to a cheat meal. Now, we're going to get deep into this topic because I actually dislike the word cheat. Let's have a look at what the actual definition of cheat means. So the definition according to dictionary.com is to defraud, swindle, to deceive, influenced by fraud or to practice fraud or deceit to violate rules or regulations and a noun a person who acts dishonestly deceives or defrauds a fraud swindle deception now there are more let's have a look at the thesaurus and see what the synonyms are of the word cheat now you know if you've been here for a while you know that i love to find the meanings of words and to help you understand that synonyms for the word cheat are not any better so some of them are charlatan swindler con artist trickster crook hypocrite imposter rascal rogue deceiver fake masquerader sharp scammer now when it comes to that is that how you want to be described when it comes to eating are you a hypocrite are you a con artist are you a charlatan are you an imposter and these are the words that mean when we're talking about i want to have a cheat day are these the definitions that you want to associate yourself with when you're trying to burn fat and lose weight now when it comes to cheat days the only person that you are cheating is yourself out of the results that you want. Now, as a mindset nutrition coach, I hear this often, hashtag cheat day. I used to live for cheat days because I had this black and white thinking that I could only have a quote unquote cheat day on Fridays. But when I when I looked forward to cheat days on Friday, what happened is it didn't just stop on Friday. It was Saturday, Sunday where I was not tracking my food. I didn't care what I ate. But then what happened after I consistently did that and started my diet over every single Monday, what happened? I started to gain weight and then I started to blame the scales. And maybe you can relate. You might be like, you know what? The scales is a sad step. Chuck this scale out the window. But actually, is the scale telling you the truth is the scale actually catching up with you because it's a data point it doesn't tell you who you are it doesn't know it it's no no feelings attached to it it's just telling you who you are now if you're happy to stand on the scale after consistently having a cheat day that turns into a cheat weekend every single weekend chances are it's going to catch up with you if you're constantly eating three four five or even six thousand calories per day and you're restricting yourself throughout the week it's not a high balance of food those things are going to cause an effect on your body and so when you down on the scale it's it's reflecting correctly in terms of if you're having a cheat day consistently and you're not tracking your food that then tells you actually this is what's happening with my my nutrition at the moment let me learn to assess this and to shift my mindset when it comes to cheat days now I recently did a post on Instagram I absolutely hate cheat days I don't subscribe to it at all and you'll probably hear it in this podcast in this episode but I'm going to tell you 
why the struggle of hashtag cheat day. So when it comes to cheat day, you can start to see yourself as being quote unquote good all week and then you're bad on the weekends. Now, one of my clients, when we started, when we first started working together, that's one of the things that she said, it's the weekends for me. So we really did focus on our sessions when it came to our one-to-one sessions, really focusing on what the actual issue with cheat day was for her. Why was it weekends that is the thing that she struggled with? And when it came to her personalized nutrition plan, one of the things that we did factor in that was the things that she liked to enjoy. And we taught her how exactly how to do that. And if you're somebody who is struggling to do that, you want to be able to eat food that you enjoy, but don't know how to still eat healthy, then just go to the link in the show notes and then you can book in a one-to-one session with me. But the reason why I don't like cheat days is because you can start to associate food as good or bad and you stick it under those labels. But the reality is food isn't good, food isn't bad. It's not a moral compass. It doesn't have feelings. It doesn't have life attached to it. And what happens is, especially when it comes to cheat days, is you start to identify yourself as good if you've restricted yourself the whole week and bad if you've eaten the foods that you like, i.e. a burger, chips, pizza, cakes, chocolate, sweets over the weekend. You start to associate yourself as bad. You feel guilty. Then you restrict yourself over and over and over again the next following Monday. Now, if you haven't downloaded the Ditch the Weekend Binge Masterclass, all of the details are in the show notes below to sign and reserve your spot on the masterclass. But if you're somebody that keeps doing this and you are continually living for cheat days, but you're continually getting the same result, you know that that can then develop into unhealthy behaviors when it comes to eating. And so these are the strategies that I teach you in the Ditch the Weekend Binge Overeating Masterclass. And so one of the things that happens when you are in that cheat day mentality is you go into that binge and restrict eating all the time. Every single week you go into that. And this is some of the things that I cover in the masterclass. So I'm not going to go into that too much here. And so one of the things that I have talked about is a moral compass and you start to see food as good and you start to label food as bad. And that happens to be a disordered relationship with food. And so when it comes to coaching, when it comes to nutrition, when it comes to weight loss, one of the key things that we do when we're working together is I'm teaching my clients exactly how to build healthy relationships with food. And some of you may need healing when it comes to your relationship with food. Like myself, I personified food and food was there for me when I was angry. Food was there for me when I was happy, sad, when I was bored. There were times when I was full up, I didn't need to eat and I was just started to graze. When I was on my menstrual cycle, I ate. It was always there. When I was with my friends, it was there. It was the one constant thing for me that I believed never let me down. But that is an unhealthy relationship with food. Food is not a person. Food is not the go-to when you're feeling angry or sad. Because once you've had that euphoric release of endorphins temporarily, the issue that you're feeling guilty about or the stress that you're trying to overcome, it's still there. And it sometimes actually hits you 10 times more than before you ate the food. When it comes to emotional pain, it doesn't go away by eating Cheetos, Ho-Hos, or a family share size bar of Cadbury's dairy milk. The only thing that does happen is the pain isn't as noticeable. While you're savoring the chocolate, the Cheetos, and the Krispy Kremes. But once you've eaten the last square, or you've taken your last bite of the donut, or taken the last Cheeto from the bag, that sting of emotional pain that you're hiding from comes right back. In fact, it didn't even leave. You just don't notice it as much as you push it to the back of your mind. That is why I've opened up the doors to my new program, All The Trimmings. Even though the tools that I give you in the program are fundamental to your weight loss, 
even more are the mindset tools that I provide in this program. These tools will form the building blocks to your mindset, your nutrition and helping you maintain it long term. The investment in yourself is literally a life-changing one-time investment with lifelong returns. So we'll be digging deep into live coaching calls where I'm going to teach you these building blocks that other diet courses and subscriptions just don't have. Now suppose that your goal is to lose weight and build healthier eating habits. If that's the case, you'll get this and more if you put in the work. I'm going to help you find the foods that you enjoy rather than being made to feel like you have to eat foods that you deprive you of all joy but everybody else is eating foods that you like and you're having to be eating a salad. There's no detox plan here. There's no diet here. There's no bland foods here. Trust me on that one, friend. And Shan, if you know that there's somebody that wants to do this with you, bring her. Grab her do this two are better than one all are welcome at the table i cannot wait to see you inside shan and if you've got any questions dm me on insta at va nutrition coaching if you don't have instagram then you can email me support at va nutrition coaching.co.uk can't wait to see you inside Now, I recently had a question. I'm going to read out the question and I'm going to also read out the response that I typed. So the question was, how do you stay motivated when people give you their unadulterated opinion, people you haven't asked for the opinion, and they say to you, you don't need to lose weight, you look fine the way that you are. But what happens is you hate your mirror. How do you stay motivated with that? And my response to that question was this. I had this all the time when I first started my journey three years ago. People mean well, but it clearly doesn't always help. One thing I learned to do was to find out the reason I was doing it and also working on my mindset. I realised losing all the weight and getting comments like, you look great, you don't need to lose any more weight, you're fine the way that you are, tell me what did you do, what did you eat, did you cut out bread, but I love bread. But still, I saw myself as fat and that was the problem, not me doing exercise. But once I addressed my belief about myself, I was able to firstly rebuild a positive relationship with myself. And I'm responding to the person because like you, I hated what I saw in the mirror. No amount of exercise changed that though. It took time. It took counselling because for me, my roots ran deep. Insecurity, rejection and other things. Once I dealt with that, I don't have to hate myself or my reflection. And I then go on to end and say, I'm saying all that to say it's often our perception of ourselves that needs to be worked on over time and with counselling when and where necessary and working through those negative mindsets. It does take time. Even journaling your thoughts each day can help. And that's one of the reasons why I became a mindset coach. That's one of the reasons why I became a nutrition coach because of my struggles of rejection, hating seeing yourself in the mirror. I've been there. I hated seeing my fat belly. What happens with cheat day, it begins to glorify these foods because you're not cheating with extra lettuce and extra salad or extra fruits and extra veg. You're not. You're tending the diet culture. What diet culture tends to do is because it's caused you to restrict your food so much, it then poses that these foods are the forbidden foods, are the foods that we're told not to have, especially when we're on a strict diet where it's drummed into our head that we're not supposed to have this. If you want to lose weight, 
weight, you have to cut out carbs. And so when you learn to focus on one, healing your mindset and two, healing your relationship with food, not everybody needs counseling to do so. I had to deal with the other issues that were attached to me and the unhealthy relationship with food. And so when you're doing that and you're addressing the negative behaviors that the diet culture tells us today, and it's strong, if it wasn't as strong, it wouldn't be 75 billion. It would not be every, nobody would be obese. Nobody would be morbidly obese. Nobody would have a problem with obesity if the diet culture wasn't pushed so hard. And the thing is, the diet culture is set up to make you fail. That's why it's glamorized. Days like this cheat day is glamorized because you're restricted from food. You're restricted from eating anything. And so what happens is you become, your cravings become insatiable and you crave these foods with a vengeance. And so when you're constantly doing this, when you're constantly restricting yourself of carbs, of fats, you're told to eat low fat, but actually the low fat produce is laden with sugars. And so you're craving it even more. And the cycle continues. We don't need the amount of extra sugar that we have in our bodies on a daily daily basis. We don't need the extra amount of fatty foods that we have on a day-to-day basis. We like them. You know, they taste good. Too much of it then causes the issue. Now, if you're desperately striving towards and you're working towards being good all week, Monday to Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, your diet looks like absolute, there's no diet inside and you're doing that every morning, remembering the definition of cheat. Are you a deceiver? Who are you deceiving in that sense? The diet culture is deceiving you to thinking cheat days is the way forward. But if it's keeping you stuck in the same place, then it's not you that's the problem. It's the diet culture and it's the behaviors that the diet culture is consistently causing you to do. Now, when it comes to what you can do with that, instead of having a cheat meal or a cheat day, get rid of that word because you're only cheating yourself out of the results that you want. And if you want something that you like, that's a favorite treat, eat it. But what you will learn is you're practicing accountability, you're practicing portion control, and you're learning, actually, do I really want that or am I stressed right now? Am I overly stressed or am I overly tired when my stress levels are high and my cravings are through the roof? Will a piece of chocolate help you? And I'm not talking about dark 70% or 80% chocolate. I'm talking about milk chocolate. Will that help you? Will it satisfy your craving? Is your body telling you something else that you need in order to do so? So instead of doing that, the first tip for you, if you're somebody who struggles with cheat day, again, we're going over this in the Ditch the Weekend Binge Masterclass, so I don't want to go over it too much. But when it comes to cheat days, include these things small, little and often. One of the key things is distinguishing that you don't have to wait till Friday to eat this food. So that would be my first tip for you is you don't have to wait till Friday to have this food. Secondly is if something is, if your body is craving a piece of chocolate, give your body what it's craving. You don't have to go wild. You don't have to go overboard. You don't have to continue eating and eating and eating until you make yourself sick, but eat a reasonable sized portion of chocolate if that's something that you have a craving for or crisps. You don't need a family size bag of crisps. You may want it, but you don't need it. And so that's the difference and the distinction between that. And if you're somebody who struggles with that, then that would be the sign for you to get some accountability and some support to help work through that. Because half of the things that we have, we don't need them. We decide to want them. And then an insatiable desire because we've had them so often, it kind of feels like we can't say no. But actually, we can. We can say no. I don't have to eat the whole bag. If you want to eat the whole bag, eat the whole bag. But ask yourself, how is this behavior 
any different to the way that I'm living now when I'm overweight and unhappy? If I'm just taking the same behaviors and putting them under a new label, am I really pursuing change? Am I really pursuing a healthy relationship with food? Just because you can, it doesn't mean that you should. That's the second one. It Just because you can, it doesn't mean that you should. And when you're accountable for the food choices that you have, you are in control of food not the other way around. Now, there are people who suffer from eating disorders and you will need some support from a qualified dietitian to help you through that. If you're somebody who hasn't overeaten, you constantly overeat, it's the same thing, working through those things, working through those issues, those thoughts and those behave, those thoughts that then turn into behaviours that cause you to overeat on a constant basis. It may be difficult for you to stop on your own, but you can get accountability to do so. Three, the third thing also to do if you're struggling of cheat days. Is this helping me? Is it taking you closer to your goals or is it taking you further away from your goals? Now, if you're somebody who does this every single weekend, it's then become a habit and that's what you need to focus on and break the habit of that. And you're not replacing it with one other habit that then leads back to the same thing, but you're actually getting rid of that altogether and you're doing that through your mindset. Again, we go through that in coaching. We go through that a lot deep on a personal one-to-one level. But when it comes to that, if you're somebody who's an action taker and you can take action and do this yourself you're thinking about is this taking me to my goal or taking me away from and anything that distracts you away from what your goal what you're trying to pursue pay attention to that thing because if something is constantly coming to distract you and take you away from that's something that you need to be away aware of it could be a person it could be a comment, it could be somebody you're following, it could be a family member. If they're constant, especially if that family member is overweight, I get it, I get it. When I'm eating the food that I want, people love to bring in their snarky comments, but they're overweight. They're not doing anything about their health. They're not paying attention to their health. They're not paying attention to their portion sizes, but they want to criticize me for honoring my cravings or for eating things that are within my calorie count. And if they go over slightly, they go over slightly. I'm well aware of what my calorie intake should be. But when people try to give you unsolicited advice because they think they can, that's when boundaries need to be put in place. And don't be afraid to put in boundaries for people, especially if they're in your family or they are your spouse. You can do it in a way that's loving and firm at the same time time because people who are not changing have got the the people who don't change who want to change but are too lazy to change are always quick to say something negative about you they're quick to point out your wrongs but they're never looking at themselves they're pointing the finger at you but they're forgetting how many fingers they've got pointing back at them but that takes resilience friends. That takes resilience, Shan, for you to build up resilience, for you to build up confidence, because somebody closest to you has the power to break you. And some of you are listening to this now, and that person is your spouse. That person is the person who knows you better than you know yourself, better than anyone else knows you. You may do stories, you may, you know, if you're a businesswoman, you may smile in front of everybody, you may show us if you've got everything together and nothing phases you, but that person has got the power to tear you, build you up and to tear you down in the same sentence. And these are the people that we need to be careful of. If you've got a person like this and you're married to that person and they're in your life or they're a family member, don't be afraid to set boundaries. And if you're somebody who struggles with that, Safe People by Dr. Henry Cloud is one of the books that helped me when I was starting to get my mindset coaching. That's why I've created the Mindset Nutrition Coaching Program. Exactly why. Because we can get so caught up by other people and other people can sabotage us if 
we allow them to. If we don't set boundaries, if we're not confident to set boundaries, if we don't know how to set boundaries, but these things can all be learned. We don't have to take this negative speaking from those we love. And I tell you one of the things that I've learned to do and the, the people hate it. They hate it because now you're taking control back of the situation as opposed to being controlled and dictated to. The same with diet culture. Anybody who has come out of the diet culture and you're trying to tell somebody else about it, they will lynch you. But people who are believing that you have to restrict yourself from carbohydrates is another form of a diet culture belief. And so when you learn to put these healthy boundaries in for yourself, it is a game changer. It's hard. Don't get me wrong. It's hard, but it is a game changer. And those are the three things that if you're somebody who's struggling with cheat days to do, set boundaries around people, boundaries around yourself. But it's about learning what boundaries that are positive for yourself. It's healthy to have boundaries in place, even when it comes to food and those that you love. It can take time, but it's all about building a positive relationship with food. That's not about guilt. That's not about overeating. That's not about shame. That's not about restriction. If you want to know exactly how to put these into practicality, then go ahead and download the masterclass, which will teach you the three key strategies that I've used myself and that I've also taught my clients to be able to do. And this is something that you can begin to put into practice actively like the question that I got asked and the response that I gave when you're constantly putting those things in. You're not going to get results every day. It's not going to happen overnight. It took me three years. Counseling was the best thing I've ever done. So much so I've become a coach because of it. And I know the power of it, the power of coaching, the power of prayer, the power of coaching, the power of prayer. All of these things have helped me be the woman that I am today. Who will you be in five months? Will you still be struggling with cheat days? Will you still be struggling with the binge and the overeating, the restriction? Will you still be saying, I need to lose weight? Will you still be saying, I'm not ready? Who will you be in five months time? Will you be bigger than you are now? Will you be heavier than you are now? Will you have had type 2 diabetes diagnosed and confirmed for you? Will you be put on the medication? Where will you be in five months time from now? But whilst you can hear me, don't allow cheat days to cheat you out of the results that you want because only you suffer. It's only you that's affected and also the people around you when you begin to take it out thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode can't wait to catch you on the next one but if you found some value in today's episode don't forget to leave a review and subscribe and share it with a friend that also needs to hear this message friends don't forget you can reach out to me over on the gram at va nutrition coaching which is the same on all other social media platforms if you don't have social media you can hit me up on email support at va nutrition coaching if you want to sign up to work with me either on the group coaching program or the six month coaching program all of the information is in the show notes below and how you can sign up there can't wait to catch you in the next one friends